what's up? 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 I'm super, super grateful that everybody's taken to the Twitch community so well. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you for participating in the chat and connecting with each other and asking really cool questions. I really, really, really appreciate you guys coming. Like, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to me. All right, guys, this week's nugget that I'm going to share with you is something that I do every day. I love it so much, and it's just been such an addition to my self-care practice. (laughs) Sounds so silly when you say it like that, but for real. So when you're in the shower and you're taking a really hot, hot shower, make it even if go a little bit hotter at the end and then set an intention, say, this is going to, you know, get rid of my insecurities. This is going to bring me answers. This is going to solve this thing. This is going to bring me manifestation, whatever it is, just set a little intention. And then Turn it really, really, really cold, like as cold as it can possibly go. Since I'm in Colorado, it gets pretty freaking cold. And let it be normal on your body. And then I do that three times. And at first, like you'll start to be like, (gasps) like, don't, don't try really hard not to do that. Like, just allow it to be really cold and just breathe through it until it becomes normal on your skin. Taking cold showers gives you so many benefits. It increases endorphins, helps improve metabolism, improves circulation, helps fight off common illnesses, helps muscle soreness after an intense workout, gives your skin and your hair a healthy glow. It helps with blemishes, muscle relaxation, heart rate, and it just feels really good to carve out time to really honor your body. Honor the physical matter that surrounds your soul. I know I'm getting a little hippy-dippy, but you know how I roll by now. (laughs) So yeah, I like to make a little intention. And sometimes it's as simple as this cold water is washing off all the insecurities or all the doubt or all the fear for today. And I usually like to end with a really hot water during nighttime because it does bring you alertness. And in the morning, or even in the afternoon, whenever it's just not going right to bed right after. I like to, to end with really, really cold and try and do the front and the back. Sometimes I don't have the energy to do that. But yeah, make it make the cold water feel normal on your skin. And DM me. Let me know how it goes. Tell me if you try to manifest something and you're doing this for a week and it comes. I'd love to hear any and all success stories as always. And I know I always say this, but I do put links in the description of the podcast so that you guys can see the research that I've done and where I find all this information I'd like to share for you guys. All right. Now, without further ado, episode 15, Mysterious Honey. Honey. What's your intention? forget what's up what's up everybody we got honey love in the house i'm so excited right now Woo-woo. how you feeling girl it's feeling great ready to take on the world 
yes your energy is ecstatic it's palpable i'm i've been like so excited to have you on uh honey love is a dj producer from los angeles who i've been so lucky to share some lineups with you killed it on aphrodite's secret i was like literally <laughs> sitting there like oh my god fangirling so hard from every girl set you kill it on your channel you killed it on my channel like you're a whole vibe baby girl thank you so much <laughs> i love you <laughs> hype me up i love it <laughs> I, know, I know i like literally have like like just so much gratitude for my girl gang like you guys just kind of came out of nowhere and i think that because we're all like scratching the surface at like digging into honoring our our highest self we all right. kind of found each other and so we're all kind of doing the same thing but like super different but like vibes are high you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. so okay so when i asked you what we were vibing with what we wanted to base the podcast on we we decided on mysterious honey because girl you are mysterious <laughs> and I, I I was like, okay, like how can I dig out the deep mystery of honey love? So I looked at the definition and um, the definition of mysterious is difficult or impossible to understand, explain or identify. Having an atmosphere of strangeness or secrecy, deliberately enigmatic, which means like uh, difficult to understand or something like that. and it's so funny because that just kind of leads me into wanting to know like where did you come from like how did you get into music like i want to know where you were five ten years ago and what brought you to doing this now well we can start from the beginning yes yeah. um, <laughs> well, i was born and raised from um, cleveland ohio and so okay. I've been here since i was like 16. But at the time, I was like really, really invested into like basketball because that was my life. I literally knew nothing but basketball. But here and there, I like dibbled down with the music. I remember making like a few songs. I used to write poetry as well. And so I would like put songs together. They probably sounded terrible, but to me, I was like, I'm actually, I really, really enjoyed it. So then fast forward uh, to 2016, I joined the Navy out of- What? <laughs> you are mysterious, girl. What? What did you do with the Navy? Lord Jesus, it was a lot. But yeah, I left college because I couldn't continue to play basketball because I tore my ACL. And so I wanted to finish getting my school paid for it. And I knew uh, the Navy would do that. And I also could travel as well. So I went. I had a lot of family members who did it, were successful. And so I did that for four years. I uh, got my bachelor's degree. But then during that time, uh, I was with my group of friends. They saw that I was like messing around with this guy's DJ kit. Funny story, it was at a daddy's house. We get the gifts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but I was messing around with his DJ set and my friend was like, oh my God, you should actually do that. I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't know. I don't think I should. It was like, no, keep wait. Going. Okay, so wait. So first of all, what year was this? And second of all, what, what was your bachelor's degree in? I need to know these details. Criminology. Criminology? Yeah, because I wanted to work for like the CIA and FBI. Oh, girl, you were what? Like what? I know, because I was That's crazy. Cool. 
DJ producing CIA shit. You are a mysterious honeybee, my friend. Indeed, because I grew up around that. All my family members were in government and law enforcement, so was, I was around that and I liked it. But I like music better. <laughs> but yeah, and I think it was 2017 or 2018, uh, that's when they were like really pushing me. And I was like, you know what, forget it, I'll do it. I bought my first little mixer, it was like 200 bucks. And I started like just mixing my room for hours upon hours upon hours. And I could, didn't stop until like I actually was decent enough to go reach out to like people to go do parties. And so after that, I think in the same year, I hit up one of my guy friends who was a promoter out here who does like hip hop and R&B parties. Cause that's all I knew. I didn't really know anyone who wanted to do house. And I wanted to DJ house, but it was hard to find any, anybody. But so yeah, he got me on, put me on all these parties. I was doing well and I was blown up in the hip hop world. And I was like, I really want to do house music. I don't want to do this. I really don't enjoy it as much as I do house. And that's when I met Alyssa through my friend, Andrea, who's a stylist. And so she introduced me to her and I reached out to her and she was like, so welcoming, like, yes, please do. Like she saw the passion in me to do it. And from there just took off and now house and now I'm about to put out some music, so. Okay, so, so many questions from what you just said. Number one, I watched, okay, so obviously Jar did like a hip hop set, but like I watched, um, uh tess t-h-e-s-s fisher this morning who did like an r&b set and i was like damn like i don't really listen to r&b or like rap or hip-hop anymore but like the way she spun it and her energy like it made me so like just excited to watch a vibe that i didn't have on my usb like i get what you mean though i think you probably got bored of it because i think a lot of djs that like DJing, curating events, cultivating the energy in a room. It's addictive. And like, that's why you want to be a DJ. And so if you just play the same songs over and over, you get bored of it, you know? And no one really dances at like hip hop and R&B parties. And I love R&B music, especially 90s. But when I DJ at house and techno parties, it's a whole different vibe. And I love that. Yeah, people go crazy. Yeah. So so do you so you've been producing music and obviously i'm assuming you're doing like house tech house music or what are you producing uh, mostly house some i want to do some deep house as well so i really want to touch base in a lot but my main focus would be like house and tech house yeah can you like give us a little sample of a loop or something actually i don't even have it yet because <laughs> i'm in class doing it so everything's on my class so i don't even have anything right now cool wait so what class are you taking uh, it's music. Well, my degree is in music production, so they're just basically going over the basics of Ableton and everything with us. Okay, cool. So you're. I, actually, I do have a track I could share. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. My friend, it's not finished yet. It's, it's gonna be weird volume because it's probably coming from your phone or computer in through my. You know, it'll be like a weird sound, but at least we get an idea of what's coming. That's very true. Let me see where it's. At. You got the first. Did you forget? Honey Love exclusive, but <laughs> it's so exclusive because it still needs lots of work. I know. Sometimes I play sets songs in my in my uh, songs that I make in my sets that aren't fucking finished at all. Like the yeah. last the last uh, Aphrodite Secret on Desert Hearts, I played two songs. They're not even close. One of them doesn't even have a bass line or a kick, and it still was groovy. Oh, oh, that's all that matters. The longer you can groove, yeah. to it. yeah, so I found it. So here we go. Woo! I'll put it up close so we can hear it. 
Can you hear it? A huh? little closer? Dude, this is a banger. This is like an anthem, a honeybee anthem. Building up. <laughs> the sound the sound is like cutting in and out. I don't know why if, if you're going like around the, the mic or whatever, but it sounds really good. When it when it's done, you gotta send it to me. I know I will. It's so much work. So I want to add so much other stuff, but that's like one of my tracks that I was like working really hard on. What right. kind of what kind of plugins and 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 uh, like instruments do you use on on uh, Ableton? Oh gosh, it was so many. What is the one? I, it's a uh, splice. I know for sure that one. And then there's another one I cannot remember where it has like a lot of electronic type tunes. Uh huh. It'll look on my Ableton to see, but mainly Splice in that one. Yeah. I use Splice a lot when, like, I'm trying to, like, get out of a creative funk and I need, like, inspiration, you know? And then when I'm feeling like, okay, like, I want to cultivate something from scratch, then I challenge myself and I try not use, like, yeah. audio loops because, I don't know, it just, I, I think it's the drummer in me that likes to, like, MIDI control everything. <laughs> I feel you on that. And I wish I was I'm not a drummer. I just pretend like I'm a drummer and bang on shit. <laughs> More to come. So, okay, Mysterious Honey, let's stick on vibe. I'm trying to get to know the core of where you, what you are, who you are, where you come from. If you could describe yourself, I'm going to ask about your friends. If you could describe yourself in five words, what would you describe yourself? Definitely mysterious. That's why I love it. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm Scorpio, and so that's how we move. Um, so mysterious, uh, definitely driven, like goal driven, because that's a thing. Um, a low key perfectionist. Perfectionist. What else? Very vibey. Like I like to vibe, chill, relax. I'm not too crazy i can turn it on and off but mostly a body type of person fifth i love to laugh like i love being around like i'm a corny person i do corny things <laughs> Wait, i'm like a little nerd but i love it okay so if your friends could describe you would you say the same five words or would you say different words well, they would definitely say the same five yeah yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty even killed. Like I would say every single time I've talked to you, you're mysterious, <laughs> you're grounded, you're super grounded, you're positive. I would say you're one of the most positive people I've ever met and driven, for sure driven. I try to, because I, I need to reflect that onto me so I put it out to the world so it reflects back That's what I've been trying to fucking preach, man. It's like what you energetically exude comes back to you right. so 
if you can notice when you're starting to get negative and you can, if you can notice when you're starting to judge, gossip, complain, you know, whatever other negative fear, hatred, anger, when you start to feel these things and then flip it or, you know, shift that perspective, then get the gifts of the universe. That was actually one of my questions I had uh, later on. I was going to ask you when you start feeling negative or when you start feeling grumpy or, you know, triggered in general, what does honey love do to recalibrate, stay grounded? Like, do you meditate? Like what are some secret sauce? Honey, do meditate. I have a therapist and everything, but definitely meditation and just, you know, cutting out all the sounds of the world and just focusing on myself, re, you know, putting myself back into position to do what I have my mindset on, not worry too much about the negative things. And I also do affirmations as well. What are some of the meditations look like? Like what kind of meditations do you do and what kind of affirmations do you use? I want to, I want some honey love affirmations in my life. <laughs> I literally post them on my Instagram every morning. Oh, that's right. I respond to them a lot. Because <laughs> those, like, people come to me and, like, oh, those help me so much. I'm like, well, it's helping me, too, and I want to, you know, help everyone else. But mostly those I get my affirmations from. I do my meditation with this app called Calm that mm -hmm. I was introduced to by my therapist. And so it just helps you look over your body, look inside yourself, try to rid anything that's keeping you from being grounded and leveled and have it and rid it from your body and bring up the positivity and fresh air, like just basically resetting your whole mindset. Yeah, totally. I completely resonate with that. What are some triggers that you feel like are sensitive topics that you choose to go in and like recalibrate that energy? Mostly with my, I guess my DJ future, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to give up. I don't want to do it anymore. And I'm like, no, because once you stop, it's never going to happen. If you continue to go, it'll continue to move forward for you. It may not be fast, because I like things to be fast, but I know it's not possible. But I just have to, you know, tell myself that, you know, just stick to it. Don't give up, because once you give up, it all goes away. It's, I so resonate with that. Like, especially with this Twitch world, I never yeah. thought I would be an online freaking DJ. Like sure. I, I was such a hater on live streams when quarantine first started. I was like, nah, like I'm not doing that. I'm like, <laughs> But it's like, there's so many little things that come in like, like, okay, how many people are watching? How, what are they? What are they saying? Sometimes I'm trying to read every, I'm like, what do they mean by this? Are they hating on me? Is this passive aggressive? I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's also like, what's my internet bit rate? And then it's like, oh, what's my, what's my sound coming through? Like, what do I look like? Is this a good angle? Like, ah, <laughs> it's so overwhelming sometimes. Well, it is, it definitely is. That's it's why I'm like, literally irritated with things when it doesn't go right on this platform because it drives me up the wall does it does it affect your next day sometimes for me it really like makes me like depressed the next day if shit goes haywire well see i try not to take it so seriously because like it is online there's only certain things that you can you know keep control of yeah i try not to let it it to me like in the moment it will and i'm like in my head like literally cussing myself out but i don't show it because i don't want people to know that i'm cussing myself out but in that moment i will you know feel it but then afterwards i'm like you know it's whatever yeah it's funny because i was telling Alyssa and the light of this um if i hadn't seen you 
Mary Droppings, Alyssa Marie, uh, they're the same person. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know, check it out. Uh, and Elida from Deck Record, I was telling them, I'm like, if it wasn't for me observing and seeing you girls thrive and like doing your thing, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been able to have the courage to even try. Like, you guys really set the bar high for vibes. <laughs> and I started on Alyssa's channel. That's where everybody's like, where's Honey's channel? Where's Honey's channel? Because I was like, oh, it's a real like big community on here. Like, it's actually fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a community. It's crazy. Like I've had people reach out to me in little whispers and they're like, I'm so glad I found you. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Like I can't leave the house. And it's like, wow, me too. <laughs> I know, literally. That's how I'm able like, to build myself in the house world because everyone's able to come here from all around the world. So it's even better than me from performing live than it was online. Oh, uh, breaks of breaks for rainbows said, um, such good vibes here. I'm so inspired. And then bag of emotion said, that's what I got to do for my crippling depression. It's the same thing. Huge community Spencer. Yeah. Like people, people totally feel like <sighs> depleted from not being able to connect like human connection so i'm reading this book. Well, I'm not reading it. I'm listening to this book on audible called staying sharp. It's like this. Yeah pretty popular book right now and like the five things to keep your brain so your brain is the only organ that like regenerates itself right. and like as you get older and stuff and it the, the five things you can do to like not cause alzheimer's or dementia or like you know losing your brain that like hardwiles most of your body is number one sleep People fucking neglect that shit. Number two, connection with people about vulnerable shit about your feelings. That's yeah. that's right there on the fucking list. Movement, even if it's just five to twenty minutes a day of movement, it'll keep your brain sharper. And then uh, nutrients, obviously, food, like fucking, you know, you are what you eat. But the last one, the last one that that really excites me and 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 motivates me and makes me feel like okay, I can do this is learning something new every day giving yourself permission to fail because you can't succeed without learning how to fail you know what i mean that is very true you have to try in order to see what works for you yeah so what are some things that i mean i know that you're in production school right now but what are some things that aren't in music in your career that honey's about right now Things that aren't in music that I'm about. I know it, it's hard because it's like our life, but like there's something. Uh, yeah, I know it's like how I was with basketball, but lately I'm actually really into traveling. I love traveling. It's like one of my dreams to travel the world. I like looking at pictures of different places and planning out my trips to go there. I'm also into anime because I love Japanese cartoons. Wait, what? Rewind. Look at <laughs> anime do you watch cartoons or do you draw them like is this um, is this a, is this a kink thing what, what's going on here <laughs> i like to watch anime from time to time it's like it reminds me of when i was a kid and it, but it's more growing up so i'm able to relate with it yeah it's I, from what i understand anime is very sexual i'm just saying honey i'm calling you out here <laughs> sexual i cannot remember the one i was watching but it was literally all these girls just running after this dude showing their tits all and i was like oh, so <laughs> cartoon baywatch baby literally, literally but yeah those are like mostly and i like food i love to eat 
I saw her when I'm on Alyssa's thing, and she's always making these good foods. I'm like, I need to come over because I just love to eat. I, I eat all the time because I just love it. So what kind of things do you cook for yourself? Ooh, I like, well, I'm on a diet right now. So everything is fish, either salmon. Um, halibut. Yeah, halibut. I just had that yesterday. It was bomb. Bomb. It and soaks up any flavor. Yeah, I love, so that's mostly, I love cooking seafood and pastas too. Yeah. I love breakfast. Breakfast is my favorite. Oh my gosh, breakfast is my favorite too. <laughs> like, what would you? What would be the ideal thing on the menu at a breakfast spot for you? An omelet with everything <laughs> in it, hash browns, some toast with jelly. <laughs> Hell yeah! I like doing some weird stuff, like putting like jelly on things that jelly should not be on. It's like you know, like the, the like cheesy, sweet, crunchy, salty kind of sweet thing. Like you know, like wait, what? The other day when I was uh, interviewing Jar, we were talking about making a quesadilla after the interview. I made a quesadilla with like three kinds of cheese, red onions, and then on top of the quesadilla, I put a bunch of spinach, Fritos, and jam, like some jelly, and it was so. <laughs> It was like the best. I made it the next day too. Like I was like, this is so good. Stomach literally just turned upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're going to get deep. If you want to pass on any questions, just say pass, you know, but I, we're, we're on the, on the subject, uh, on the subject of mysterious honey, what's the way to your heart? <laughs> Food. <laughs> That's the next question. That, 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 my next question is, what's the way to honey stomach? <laughs> Literally, my heart is food, honestly, and attention. That's probably, I was, yeah, mostly attention, too. I can say attention, then to my stomach is food. Uh, do you know your love language? Yes, I do, actually. What, what are the ways that you receive and then give? Uh, receiving, I like, you know, touch and quality time. Okay. Giving, it's about the same, but then I kind of switch it to pertaining to my former partner I'm with, to what their love language is, so they know that I'm like, you know, trying to show them. This is just a assumption, so don't make an ass out of me. But I feel like all the girls in the Aphrodite Secret, we give all the ways of love. Like we give gifts, we give attention, we give words of affirmation, acts of service. Like I feel like we're just giving human beings that really care about. Uh, intuition and and connection and like you know being vulnerable with each other it's important it's especially right now when like we're all depleted from every society <laughs> normal shit <laughs> i know so what's your ideal dream man i'm assuming you're straight <laughs> oh let me see uh Yes, not be American. That's for sure. <laughs> Any Americans? Um, he could be from Italy or Dubai or anywhere but America. Honestly, you um, like a cultured man. Okay, a cultured man, six two and above. Because if you're less than six two, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what else? Um, <laughs> family oriented. oriented. Has a nice body, likes to keep, likes to be healthy, and has, you know, just a healthy lifestyle. And also is nice, friendly, humorous. Those are like the main points for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you talk about the tall thing because, you know, growing up, like I never really was like, oh, I, don't, I don't really care. Now that I'm like almost 30 and I'm like, you know, like I'm not going to date somebody unless they're going to be like the father of my children. Like right. I'm, I'm cool, single, thanks, you know, but right. like, yep. right. It's like all in or nothing. I don't care. I don't have time to be messing around in a committed something with someone who I'm not serious about. <laughs> Like, I always tell my, even my mother taught me this. She's like, if you don't see yourself having kids with your mom, give them the time of day. Yes. Okay. Straight up. Exactly. But like, okay. So with the height thing, like I never really thought I cared. I'm short. I can date short guys, you know, but like, honestly, if you're not six foot, I'm not trying to be discriminatory or a hater or judgmental, but like, honestly, like that's something that I look at now. And I never, like, it seems like such a vain thing, but like, when you think about what you're innately attracted to, it's like, yeah, I want someone taller. Exactly, you should. See, like for me, I've been around a whole bunch of basketball players all my life, and I'm tall, I'm 5'8". I need okay. someone to tower over me, not stand next to me. Yeah, you want to feel small. Yes, there you go. I know, I like feeling tiny. I'm like, 6'5". Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that'd be gold. I know. I know. I'm like, if it's over six three, I'm like, oh, hello. I'm like, is he is he cute or is he tall? I I can't tell. <laughs> so okay, okay. So now I've like hit all my points with intimacy and money, and I got all these questions that are like so fucking mysterious and funny and i just want to read them to you and see what you think it's not like a speed round because you don't have to answer quickly but like you know i got a lot of them so don't feel like you need to stick on a question if you don't like it <laughs> okay so what do you consider is a waste of life I guess not really going after your dreams. Like if you just settle for what you have and not really go for what you really want, I feel like that's the waste of life. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. A lot of people do it. I just it's so sad. Well, you know, I think to to piggyback on that not believing in yourself out of fear of not being good enough and not wanting to be wrong is right. so apparent it is such a huge palpable energy that's growing from the fear of getting COVID and the fear of how to handle it and this polarized political thing that's going on right now i feel like we're harbored through you know comparing ourselves on social media and the life is always greener on that, always better on the other side, you know, more money, more stuff. It's like, you got to really understand how to check yourself and how to be like, okay, I have all this fucking shit. I should be cool right now. But like, it's easy. It's easy to get sucked into that negative hurricane in your head and just like everything is negative like oh she doesn't like me oh they're not grateful oh I, I don't have that i'm not that good it's like this tornado that just goes you know yeah. um but i know for me like <coughs> media i will take breaks i will not care i do not need it yeah it is like kind of needed in today's world but i definitely take breaks from a lot of things 
What does a break look like to you? Like a day, like like deleting the app off your phone? Uh, like, yeah, I, probably, so if I feel, like, it's just the energy. If I feel like, you know, I'm not really feeling today, I won't go on anything. I just won't be on my phone, mostly, like, on social media platforms. I would, like, text people, like, if they're reaching out to me. But just mostly, like, staying off social media completely. I don't have to delete it because I can, I have the, you know, strength not to, you know, touch it. Do you use dating apps like Tinder? Uh, I use Hinge. Ah, I haven't used that one yet. You should. There's a lot of sophisticated men on there. Okay, okay. Because I've been, this is, okay, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. There's really nobody my age. Definitely nobody that likes underground music. That's for sure. So, like, you know, Twitch and, and you girls are, like, my main community. And so, I'll, but, you know, when you, like, go into, like, digging for new music or, like, producing and you have to like go through a bunch of sounds that just like aren't pleasant and like like gets you like annoyed i've been i've been swiping through tinder while doing it at the same time like a total like fucking like what a millennial like total constant simulation but like honestly it's incredibly interesting witnessing how people present themselves at this age through this perspective. Like, I feel like I'm more observant. I'm, I know what I want, you know, like I'm more mature, hopefully. <laughs> and so like looking at somebody's profile, I'm like, damn, they picked that picture. Like, Oh, okay. They, th- they said this, I'm like, damn, they got some ball, you know? And it's even, even though if it's mostly swiping left or whatever, swiping right, whatever the case is, it's just interesting to observe what people are comfortable sharing with what if what is your experience been like with how people share themselves through like intimate or or dating apps or anything like that we'll see i'm so terrible saying all this but i usually look for guys who are a little bit older than 30. yeah yeah you don't have corny pictures of them and their friends (laughs) try to see like what the surroundings are in their picture to determine okay He's like successful. He doesn't not on games. So I will like look at your pictures. Like if you have like some corny picture of you with your boys, it's a no. If you have a picture doing something, just looking weird, like it's too close. <laughs> that's, that's the one. That's the yeah, one. Like I'm like, okay, really? Like that's what you're gonna put on your Tinder? The first one, Fred's wife. That tells me you don't know how to take pictures. <laughs> Tells me a lot, actually, because a lot You're of people aware. Form balls, but yeah, I try to see if you like have any suits in your pig. If it's like just how you present yourself to the world, like if you literally want to present yourself in socks and sandals and shorts, it's a no for me. Yeah. What about bios? Like, what are some things that you look for in a bio, like that you appreciate, and then what are some things you're like, this is a fucking hard no. <laughs> Definitely, I look at the job. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of job, like, what would be your ideal job for a guy to have? Actually, I met, I don't want to say his name, but I met, when I was in Miami, I met this guy. He was the um, founder of E-Network. Cool. Wow. That's dope. But yeah, I mostly look for, like, CEOs. That sounds so terrible. (laughs) CEOs, guys in, like, tech jobs, because I know how tech works. We work for the government. More people with, like, sophisticated jobs who have 401k plans. That's where I look. 
honestly, there's not, there's no shame in that. And I understand like the, like sensitivity around that because you don't want to feel like if you don't have that, you're judging or looking down upon, but like, it's okay to have standards. It is. And I can meet though. I have a 401k. I have, I've worked, I had a government job, so I can say those things. But I do have to be sensitive. Oh, you're a gold I'm Like, no, actually, no, I'm not. You just got high standards and it's above me, not below me. Yeah. And it's okay to like expect somebody to be attracted to somebody who's got their shit together. It doesn't make you a judgmental person. And it's losing. It's sensitive. Yeah. Do you think morality exists in nature or is it a human construct? believe <clears throat> nature just it's kind of hard to explain though but i would definitely say in nature for sure yeah i think the go ahead no i was just saying because i i don't oh, it's hard to put in words you know the 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 shape of life like the the um fractal shape of life yes okay so and it, for those who don't know the fractal shape of life, it's like the shape of a cell, the shape of our universe, the shape of our Milky Way, the shape of the way things grow, yada, yada, yada. It's like it's like this, uh, the shape of a cell, the shape of an atom. It's like all the same thing. And it is the same thing as, what's that? It's like this this formula, boremium theorem. Is what, yeah, yeah, it's what they use to to do the taxes to see if you're cheating. It's like, okay, they don't, they don't say that, but it's like, everyone knows they use that. Um, I think that there is a human morality formula or like pattern in which love connection, acceptance, gratitude circles. And I think that it's natural that humans can put it into words to explain morality. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I just, I'm so interested in what's beyond death and what's beyond our solar system and why we're fucking here. Why do you think we're here? <laughs> that is a good question. Because every day I'm asking for an alien to come take me away. Take me away. <laughs> Literally, I don't, and I don't believe there's other life forces. I definitely do. There's no way we're just the only one. There's no way. That's what I'm saying. It's way too big just to be, you know, just us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally. It's funny that you say that because sometimes I close my eyes and I'm like, if you're out there, pick me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just take it to your plant. <laughs> take me to your leader. <laughs> You know, the Justin. What? Say, so just take, because I know there are other plants probably safer, cleaner. Why do you think you're here? That is a good one. I love this answer. Let me see. <laughs> um, why do I think that? I guess to. To show that even though you have things against you, in a sense, I guess I'm like the like I always help people get through like any like if either if it's like a goal they have or any struggles or obstacles, 
I'm always there like, you know, how can I help you? How can I do this? How can I do that? So I feel like I'm also like a, someone people can look up to to see that things can't stop you from doing what you want to do. And I'm also willing to help others. So I feel like I'm here to, you know, show the example how it's like how you can be and to also just help people in general. I love that. Yeah. Reminding people that they are love and they are enough and yeah. giving them affirmations and giving them support to thrive. Right. Yeah. Girl. Even though some people may not get it. That's why I do my blog post on Instagram because some people may not be told that. And so you go on my question, like, oh, see, it is true. And I have so many messages, like I said before, people say, oh my God, I needed this. So it makes me feel good because I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only one feeling like this. Seriously, I'm going to share your um, Instagram in the chat because honestly, like, I'll be looking at her her stuff every day and it really does help and i actually do like reach out to her and i'm like yes girl or do an emoji back because it does it feels good to feel like you're not alone in the struggle that's what morality is that's what human is it's like we're all just trying to feel love and be happy and enjoy our lives <laughs> and sometimes the way that we like constructed status quo and in the way this maze of life works it's not easy to be happy and it's not easy to feel gratitude but you have to find it you know and to stay sane sometimes mm-hmm mm -hmm. okay so oops. what would the perfect perfect you look like Ooh, perfect me. Mm -hmm. it can be anything it can be anything. Whatever you feel like the perfect you feels like. Perfect. Um, I would say perfect me would look like living in the south of France. <laughs> looking the ocean or the sea, whatever it's over there. And, you know, every other week or so I have two gigs and I'm making a thousand plus from DJing around the world. Just living my best life, honestly. That's what a happy me looks like. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that you love to travel. It's so important to like see different cultures and experience different terrain. What what's been your favorite place that you've traveled to? Belize. Ooh, what's that like? Oh my god, it's so beautiful. There's so different many parts. Um, when I first got there, I stayed in the jungle, so it's like yes, it looks like it's. Like it doesn't look like the best conditions, but these people are so freaking happy. They're living life. They're always a smile. Even if they don't have much, they're willing to give it to you. And here, and, and that's why I love that. Cause like, I wish people in America could be like this, but they can't. Some can, some can't. But over there, everyone's literally like that. No one is like, have evil intentions. Well, the people I got in contact with, they were all like so welcoming. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful, um, country like literally it's birds monkeys flying around <laughs> i don't know and then they have like the islands where you go to the islands and you go i was swimming with eels and turtles it was just so beautiful like it was an amazing experience and the food was amazing yeah when did you go there uh back in i believe two years ago okay so so you just went for vacation 
Yeah, me and my, because I go with my cousins. It was my two other cousins, and we just went. But I actually got there two days before they did, so I was there by myself. And I never have been to a country by myself, but I enjoyed it. Wow, two days by yourself? Yeah. What did those two days look like? I've always wanted to travel by myself. I'm so envious of this. Jungle? I honestly love it. I would get up, go eat uh, breakfast at this um, hotel I was staying at that overlooked the jungle. And then I would go walk around the um, little downtown area, go get food and talk with some of the locals. Like they were showing me around. So it was honestly a great experience. Wow. Where's uh, next on your list to go to travel? When like COVID is over. I, I want to go to Thailand this year. Ooh, wait. Okay. So when I went to, speaking of cultures that are like loving and in and, and, and gratitude, I went to Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam back in 2000. Oh, fuck. When was that? Um, I want to say 2015 or 2014, yeah. like a while ago. And I went for 12 days. So 12 days within three countries, it's a lot of traveling. So I got to like cover a lot of land and like we were always moving. And when we got to Cambodia, we rented these um, mopeds and we were like, we were just driving around, you know, like on, in the back country and going down these crazy dirt roads where there's like cows, like on the street and like just no rules, no fences. And we drove past these kids that were kicking trash around, playing soccer with trash, just so happy, waving at us. And I just, my heart just grew like 10 feet, like yeah. immediately exploded. And when you witness the gratitude of these countries that practice self-worship and practice meditation, it's like so inspiring and so humbling. And yeah, you just, you feel like you expand your, your energy circle. Dude, that's how I understand people who are like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to go anywhere. I was like, well, why not <laughs> in this world to see and learn? Both bite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's I'm the- a very diverse person. I come from a diverse background. I want to know everything about everyone. I love that you're hungry for, for that type of connection. It's really cool. Uh, what has had the biggest impact on your political beliefs? Um, like where you decided, uh, you know what, uh, I, I feel like I need to speak up or, you know, if you're not very political, we don't have to answer that question too. Well, uh, well, no, I, I come from a political background because I want to be political, but I guess my influence with it, or what was the question again? Um, what, what has had the biggest impact on your political belief? Um, basically, I will definitely say like the movement with, you know, like black people, that definitely impacts, like I want, you know, voice my opinions. I want to say and give people knowledge on what's going on. And so I will definitely say, especially with that coming to life, because it's not something new, it's something that's been around for a while, but, you know, I didn't see that growing up. I hardly see it now as this age, but seeing how other people are affected by it definitely makes you want to, you know, do something to change it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I was, uh, we had a, a friend over from 
for my parents' work at, uh, for dinner the other night. And she said, you know, I didn't fact check this, but someone was telling me about um, Abraham Lincoln writing this like letter or something when he was trying to get, you know, slavery abolished, saying that he not only was it going to be abolished, but he would return uh, African American or Africans at this point to their home, to Africa, because of how hard it would be to integrate into our society. And I just, when she told me that, like, it just like cracked my heart because yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. But, but think about that. Like, yeah, there's a fucking separation. There's a separation with like, like, th look at Compton in Los Angeles. It's a perfect example, you know, like oppression. It's a fucking thing. And it's different world when you go over there compared to where i'm at it's literally crazy seriously i feel just so grateful that at least think people are talking about it openly now you know because i think a couple years ago like it wasn't as widely talked about and i know that a lot of like my white friends are like oh i understand what white privilege is now I'm like yeah. yeah stop feeling fucking don't ungrateful know. Don't know. yeah 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 a lot of my white friends, they do, and that's why, like, I guess we connected so well, because they're just like they're knowledgeable. They want to help, and I freaking love that. Yeah. Love what do you think stops people from understanding themselves? So, I guess I don't know. I want to say because they're afraid. Hmm. But I'm not necessarily, I can't, I'm trying to think of ways to go deeper with that. Some people don't, I don't know. I would, I do will say it there because they're afraid. Yeah. Without, I guess knowing the truth about themselves and, you know, being afraid that people won't accept them from knowing themselves, I guess. Seriously. Um. It's intimidating to know yourself because then sometimes you're like, hmm, I don't like that about myself. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of things that I don't like about myself. Like, fuck, change. Like what? Like, I don't like how voicing my feelings, like when there's a conflict with someone that I'm like really, really close with and like I love, it's hard. For, like, if they do something wrong to me and it like really, really hurts me, I don't I have a hard time telling them and letting them know my feelings because I feel like if I tell them oh they're gonna be offended they're gonna hate me more but at the same time it's like you have to tell them in order to solve the problem so that's honestly one of my biggest things that I do not like I so resonate with that recently I've been having um dynamic shifts within friendships yeah. and I'm having to say is this worth me bringing up yeah is this my ego that just wants to be seen and heard and appreciated by somebody because I'm not giving it to myself? Or is this something that I need to stand up for myself and fully communicate? And most of the time, I decide that until somebody reaches out to me and wants to connect, that it's not worth, it's not worth it. I am. Exactly. That's what I've been talking to my parents about. So she's been like helping me with what's in there things so it's been a little easier but that is definitely what i will say definitely is worth well also too it's like if somebody's doesn't understand you yeah they haven't done the work or the process to viscerally feel 
where someone else is coming from because yeah. they're stuck at you're wrong, you're right, or I'm right, you're wrong. Like, I'm not going to see from your, but when you're trying to say, Hey, like you hurt my feelings or Hey, like that wasn't cool or whatever it was people, instead of being like, Hmm, wow. I'm so sorry that I affected you that way. That was not my intention. How can we solve this together? So fucking simple. It's yeah, not brain. Sorry. But then people go like, Oh, like, um, like I'm, I didn't mean that. I didn't, wasn't, that wasn't my, I didn't mean to do that. And I'm like, yeah. you're making this worse because instead of like learning and growing and like, and cultivating this, this new perspective together, it's like, you're taking this, this experience from me or you're putting this experience on me. Like yes. this is not shared. True. No, I totally agree with you on that. Totally. Have you ever stayed in a relationship that's been toxic? Oh no, I get out. Ooh, girl. That's the way right there. I love that answer. Cause it's not worth my, it's not worth my sanity, my life. Mm -hmm. my happiness i get out okay i'm i'm excited about this question because yes. this is a very like twitch sensitive question <laughs> will technology be humanity's salvation downfall or neither why downfall, for sure. downfall yeah we rely so much on it like people can barely have conversations face to face now because they're been so like invest into their phones and that's how they've been able to contact with people especially the younger generations it's going to be bad like they can't hold conversations and i just feel like as it continues to grow as we continue to you know um uh, increase technology and find different ways to you know make it better it's also going to make us worse so well I feel like technology was made to make life more convenient. And now yeah. we're like addicted to conveniency and like people in this generation, my dad and I talk about this a lot, actually, they don't want to work. They don't want, they don't want to put effort because nope. they've been, they've been like fed this idea through multiple mediums, through multiple subconscious marketing ploys and whatever that like, technology like this is supposed to be easy oh here's here's you don't you don't even need to look for books we'll send you recommendations like you don't even need to and i, I mean i'm guilty of it too i'm no saint i'm not trying to say it we're over here like we're... <laughs> but yeah like the school especially doing online classes well this is a piece of cake i'm just gonna google everything <laughs> <laughs> but it's bad but at the same time you're like well it helps it helps but it's, it's not good do you think you're one of the people that are driven through connection, information, or money? Um, I, I wouldn't say money a little bit, but mostly like connection and people for sure. That's um, what I feel for me too. Yeah. Money would be the last. If I had to put those in order, it would be connection, people, and money. Yeah. What human trait is useful now? but would have been disadvantage disadvantageous in the past. I know I've never heard that word disadvantageous. Advantageous. Yeah. Ooh, I guess, well, no, cause that was still around. 
that one. It's kind of hard. Yeah, I did a bunch of these questions to really get into the mysterious side of like what makes you tick. I honestly can't even think of one because everything I'm thinking of is like it was in the past and people were using it to, you know, move forward in life. I think uh, a human trait now that would be like useful, but like not back then, is um, multitasking on a whole nother level. <laughs> oh, true. I, I didn't even think about that. That is so true. Because like, now you're not only the DJ and the producer, you're the live streamer, you're the MC, you're the fucking comedian, you're the money and like, you know what I mean? Because back then you didn't really need to do all that. Yeah. What is that? Oh, is that your sock? Is that a, is that a Bob Marley sock? No, no, no. It's an Aaliyah. Oh, sick. I, I don't know why it looked like Pop Mark. <laughs> I know. You're okay. It's a Leah's face, like on a Mary, I guess. Okay. Hold on one second. What's up, everybody in the room? Oh, yeah. Does anybody have a question for Honey? We got 12 people on here right now. Let's see if anybody's. It's a lag, so typing it sometimes is a, is a better option. <laughs> I have like six things I'm juggling right now. Sorry. <laughs> so speaking of space, yeah. I got this, I, I found this article, science, science's greatest unknowns, 20 unsolved questions. Let's see. So these aren't solved questions, but I'd love to hear your take on them. What is the universe made of? <laughs> they only they don't know what 90 percent of the universe is made of i mean atoms obviously it's five percent of it um let's see here okay <laughs> these are so fun <laughs> I cracked crack myself up, man. Oh, what the heck? If everyone's lives were judged as to whether they made a net positive or a net negative impact on humanity, how would you be judged? Negative, you know, trying to bring any ill intentions, everything's like happy, 
positive, you know, ask people how their day is, you know, give people that connection that they probably can't get right now because of what's going on. And also just bringing like good music. I feel like I'm bringing positivity into the world. What kind of music do you feel brings positivity? I guess go, happy-go-lucky music, music that has like an upbeat, that gets you dancing, because any music that gets you dancing, you know, you're happy. That's why you're dancing. You're happy that you're listening to the song. That's your form of, you know, of, not affection, but your form of love for showing. Yeah. No, yeah, it's totally affectionate. I totally agree with that. Okay, so Jester said or asked, where do you see yourself in five years? See myself basically still living in LA. I may stay here in LA, but producing, having a few songs underneath my belt, you know, being one of the in one of the top female DJs. Not even a female, but just the top DJs in the house and techno world. And even probably being the first black woman to actually be in that position. Because we've had like top black women, but not on levels such as like high goals, Calvin Harrison's, and that's the level I'm going to be on. What about, uh, shoot, why can't I think of her name now? Who, Honey B. John? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She is, but I don't, they, I don't feel like people give her the credit that she deserves. Like, yeah, yeah. She's Well, that's the thing. You have to understand that house music, deep house, tech house, it's still underground. Yeah, it is. Like what's mainstream is in in the house music is like pop or like dubstep, like Diplo or like, I mean, Nina Kravitz, I, I would still consider her an underground DJ because not people on the radio know her, you know, That's like I feel, I feel like the radio is like what makes things mainstream. Yeah. See, I want to do that. Like I, I don't, I love doing underground. I don't mind doing it. Here and there, because like how Cooper does, uh, Diplo, he dibbles back and forth with like doing mainstream things that go to underground. Like that's how I want to be. Yeah, totally. He he and Rye are making a song right now. I was watching Rye's wife's uh, stories last night, and Diplo's playing the guitar, and and, and Rye is like totally riffing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this song. It's gonna be so sick. Right. Yeah. He's got enigmatic energy. Oops. So Justin said, oh, it's off my computer. Um, Justin asked, what makes you keep grinding when you're feeling empty with creativity? Oh, knowing that it's temporary and eventually I will find something that I have to literally just look, I honestly look to my friends and see how they're, you know, with their success. I'm like, okay, if they're able to do it, I can do it too. So me looking to like people around me in my circle definitely helps, you know, me not put myself down when I can't get the idea I want or the sound that I want or the, I'm not doing the right thing. I can look up to people like, okay, if they're able to do it. Let me rethink my, my situation and try again. For me, I remember what my ex-boyfriend Justin said. He was like, are you having fun? Make it, make it a game, make it silly. He's like, try making a track just to literally have fun. Don't, don't be like, I got to make a banger. Like, <laughs> that's what I used to do. Like I used to just be like, it's gotta be, you know, 
stepping away from it for a while then coming back that actually helps oh for sure your ear needs objectivity like when you listen to the same frequencies thousands of times over and over to make a song you don't hear it the same way true that's very true you have to step away sometimes and then come back to it so uh spencer asked if you weren't into music what would be your second passion working for the cia or fbi sure what would be like your ideal case working for the CIA? <laughs> I wanted to do like stuff overseas, like dealing with different countries, and doing like special ops stuff, kind of. But kind of be like a diplomat too at the same time. But definitely. Are you like? Do you have a a 007 gun secret agent situation? Or are you like behind the scenes, like mediating with a with a business suit? Like what kind of honey CIA agent are you? Soft scandal, how Olivia Pope was with the president. That's what I wanted to be. That's why I love that show so much. But I literally wanted to be that person who's solving the problems, hiring the people who don't take care of it. But imagine me in like an international setting. So basically dealing with international affairs. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because when I was. Going, what? So it is my backup plan because I have the credentials of for everything to go for, for like a government job. Like Oh, Spencer said, honey, love for the people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Seriously. That's what Did You Forget's all about. It's like, did you forget? Let's remind ourselves. Let's remind each other. Right. We're not alone in not knowing everything. We're not alone in suffering. I think that's the biggest thing of morality that is so interesting is that when we're depressed, when we're feeling lonely, when we're feeling insecure, we feel feel alone like we feel like we're the only person that feels like this but it's the most human thing to feel is alone it is because you're born alone die alone but when you're here on earth you're half people around you are experiencing the same things how often how often do you feel lonely and and what do you what's a conversation like to when you're when you start to notice that you're feeling lonely It's been a while since, since I felt lonely. Actually, when I was in the military, definitely felt lonely. But um, and you said, what was the second one? Like, what do you, what's a conversation with yourself when you start to feel lonely and you start to be aware of it? Like, what do you tell yourself to get out of it? I honestly would like call up one of my friends and just like, hey, can I come hang over? Because I will, if I'm if I'm there by myself, I get into my mind, my thoughts, and then it's just whirlwind after that so i try to you know reach out to my friends to find you know that connection to be able to talk to someone voice and it has to be like okay i hear you i feel you i see you and it helps yeah what about like when you make your week like when you schedule your week what are some things that like you take into consideration when planning out your week like do you give yourself like, do you just go, go, go and, and, and plan it all? Or do you like give yourself like, okay, I'm going to meditate here or I'm going to work out here. Are you more structured or you just kind of go with the flow? Thanks to military. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like every morning, I have to make sure I'm, I have to get up and go work out. I have to do it to start my day right. Um, I always make sure there's rest days in between. And then rest of, as long as I have my rest days, I'm able to work out. Then everything else, I just, you know, able to hit head on with a clear mind and clear thoughts and ready to take on the world. 
What harsh, harsh truths do you prefer to ignore? Yeah. That's a great answer. Harsh truths to ignore. I'm trying to think of something bad. I think for me, it's it's not so uh, intense, but like a harsh truth that that I try to ignore would be feeling that everyone will understand my point of view and knowing that it's okay that not everybody agrees with me. Yeah. That's like a harsh truth that I'm like, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Let's see. Oh, that everyone is not going to love you the way you're supposed to be loved. Mm. Because you think, oh, this person is going to do me right. This person is going to do me right. And they don't. So I'll say that's probably what I'm finding. Harsh truth. Where is the line between art and not art? Uh, what do you think about that? Like, um, for me, this is a triggering question because um, when I feel lonely, one of the things I do to like pump myself up is like, I look in the mirror and I'll take selfies, whether they're clothed or not. Like most of the time I'm like, you know, checking out my butt, checking out my, you know, like, oh, I look good or whatever. That's something that I do. And a couple times I've been like, wow, this is a beautiful picture. And I've been wanting to post it, but I'm like too scared to be judged. Um, and like, I think any picture that makes you feel good should be art. And, and, you know, there's some people that like make art out of Q-tips and some people don't think that's art, but I mean, like, I think it's like, where, where, where do you draw the line when it's something that's like, that's not art? (laughs) Um, that's kind of hard because I feel like everything. Right. You're open. Yeah, I, I honestly, I wouldn't draw a lot, honestly, because I like taking pictures of the sky. And sometimes I'll post it on my Instagram. I don't care if he doesn't like it or not. Yeah. That's all that matters. Even with my affirmations, people may not like it, but I don't care. It's not for you to like. It's for me and myself. And whoever likes it, likes it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. I love taking pictures. Because I'm like, I'm super open with stuff like that. Yeah, you're very open. Yeah. Do you think fate exists? Definitely. What does that look like for you? Do you think like time has already happened or do you think that like energies were like made for each other? Are you just like just talking about relationships or just in life in general? Well, that's kind of like, it's like, what is fate? Like, what does that mean? I can give you a situation like when I was um, before, after I was done with the military boot camp. I always wanted to live in California. Before this, I always wanted to live in California. I always wanted to be in LA so I could like chase my dreams. Like this is where I'm gonna like make myself. And then after boot camp, when they came up to me to tell me where I was going, they were like, oh, you're going to California. And I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, you're going to this base in California. And I look it up and it's near Los Angeles. And I was like, oh my God, this is a mother freaking sign. Literally, because it's always been in my heart just to be here, to do what I want to do and find myself and then be successful at that and see people see me be successful at that. So the fact that I found out then that I was going to California and be in the LA area, I was like, it's just fate. Like it was meant to happen. 
it's all part of the plan. Wow. That's so cool. Like I had a similar story that brought me on to Los Angeles. So I resonate with like, oh yeah, that's what fate feels like. <laughs> and that's why I was like, yo, it's really meant for me to, you know, find out. And I found myself with DJ and like, it's my passion. I can't get enough of it. So honestly, I feel like I'm on the right track. I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. Where does your self-worth come from? Self-worth? Mm-hmm. I guess my upbringing, honestly, because especially from my dad, because he was like very like confident within himself and he would always remind me that, you know, you are the leader, never be a follower. Like you you to exude confidence. If you exude confidence, people are more actually take you serious, right? And you're able to do things without, you know, second guessing yourself. So I would definitely say it came mostly from my upbringing and definitely my dad. Confidence is so important. It's so sexy to be confident. It's funny because before before you said that, um, Diego, bag of emotion, said, you ladies seem to be incredibly confident, comfortable, and outgoing. It's nice to see someone who is in the dark, dark place. Kudos to you both. And Justin said, not a question, but cheers to your fire outfit and positive <laughs> <honey> love. <laughs> I love that. Thanks for the love, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. It means a lot. So this is a controversial question. You don't have to answer it if you're uncomfortable with it. What do you think happens after we die? And I love questions like this too. This actually is really called Life After Death. I need to watch. Oh my God. Sur surviving death. Surviving death on that yeah, there we go. Yes. I need to watch that. Um, but... I don't know, there's so many answers I could say. Like, honestly, I feel like our energy goes, I, I don't know, goes into the light. I don't know, it's so weird. But I just feel like our soul goes somewhere. I do feel that. Okay, so if you, wa so I watched the whole Surviving Deaths and and like the first episode, so each episode's different. The end of it, it's all about like mediumship and talking to ghosts and like that kind of shit. And it was like really uncomfortable for me to watch, but like I loved watching it. But I'm glad that you like talking about it because one of the women and, and a lot of the people who have, have flatlined and yeah. then come back from death say the same thing. They said that they could see, they went up into the universe and they could see themselves from like they can see their dead body, yeah. but they could go anywhere, be anywhere, and time does not exist. Yeah. And I'm like, we are all one. Like, what what does that mean? One time I did DMT and I had this experience where I just knew, like I just felt everything was the same. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, of course, like I want to believe that, like, I'm not trying to be negative on any religion or you know hell or heaven or anything like that i think believe whatever you want i, I love that you have the power to believe it's amazing but the the concept of dying and then being able to be this microphone and 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 be this hair and just be every air and like not have time is so exciting to me it is honestly that makes me i've, I've never heard that before i'm actually happy that i have so, so they, they read like hundreds and thousands of, of people that have flatlined died and then come back to life. And they all say that they felt super warm yeah. and like welcomed, like 
it's just love. Like you're just love. Like yeah. you just become love. And I think that it. I, I, I guess for me, I want to believe that being here as a human on Earth is trying to cultivate that serenity, trying to cultivate that gratitude, and just exude love. Like there's nothing holding you back. Very true. Very true. Because a lot of people will say, "Oh, it's nothing. It's just darkness." So I was like, "I don't think so. There's so much in this life form. Why would you die and just there's nothing? Nothing happens. There has to be something." And I'm glad you brought that up. That honestly, now I can't wait to watch it because it's like it, it's not nothing. It's something that happens. If people are like, they have, I don't know if people believe in reincarnation, but people, some people are said they've been reincarnated, which is I, I think I think that's what happened. So they they also had on, on one of the episodes they had this little boy who when he was like two years old, like and three years old, like just learning how to talk, knew everything about. Uh, he's like, oh yeah, I I died in a plane crash and would like have nightmares and like knew everything about like these certain planes. And I'm like, how can you not believe in reincarnation after that? I definitely do, because I feel like there's people. Why are certain people scared of things? And sometimes things haven't been happening in their life for them to be scared of, you know? So it's just like little things like that. Have you seen that new cartoon on Disney Plus called Soul? Yes, I love that movie. It's yeah. so good. It really is. It's so, it just, it hits home and you're just like, I don't know, you just feel better about why you're here and what's next. It just lets you know, never give up, literally. Yeah. So, Jester said, yes, you're right. Both very strong individuals. It's not much fun being in a dark place, brother. I know we're really connected, but reach out to me, man, if you want to chat. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. See, that's why I love you, Jester. Jester, I love you, man. We love you. Much love. Oh, fucking family, man. No. Does a person's name influence the person they become? I believe so. Especially with my name. Not like my DJ name, but like my name in general. Because like, my last name is Character, so Taylor Character. I was wondering if that was like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a, a fake thing or like that was like your real name <laughs> but i feel like it just holds i don't know because it's rare no one really has that name mm -hmm. so i feel like me since it's rare i'm aware i want i am a rare individual there's no one like me there's no one you know um that's me so i feel like i really hold like my name definitely I completely agree. Antoinette, like it definitely made me stand out in a lot of ways. And I feel like it influenced me to, it, it, it encouraged me to stand out. And I think that's an intimidating thing about being creative. You don't want to like stand out, but like, that's what the most beautiful thing about humans and the most successful thing about everyone who is successful, their uniqueness. Right. That's very true. How would you classify your your, your uniqueness? Ooh, I would like classify it. I would definitely say it's like we like the show is called Mysterious for sure. Because I don't, I don't know. 
No, it's hard for me to explain that. Yeah, it is hard to explain that. Very, like, I have it in my head, it just but to put it in words, like would understand, but I would definitely say like my uniqueness is very mysterious. Like I see the whole thing, but it's totally something else. Do you think the meaning of life for animals and humans are the same thing? Yeah, I do, because they're, I don't think, I'm not saying human beings, but they have a soul. So I feel like they may not live the life you live, they live the life that they're supposed to live within that form. But I definitely do think so. What's your uh, perspective and opinion about psychedelics? Psychedelic? Mm -hmm. What, like, on shrooms. Yeah, psychedelics meaning um, hallucinogenics like shrooms, acid, PCP, stuff like that. I've never done that, but I would love to do that because I've heard it opens up your brain, like every part of your brain, parts that we don't really use. Yeah. So, what'd you say? No, I'm just saying I would love to experience that. Yeah. So my advice to people that don't uh, haven't experienced it is if you try to control the experience, you will not have a good experience. If you truly allow yourself to surrender and I like to make intentions. I'm very like when I take any kind of substance or anything like that, I'm like, OK, this is going to bring me clarity in my career or this is going to bring me playfulness to connect with these humans I don't know very well or whatever the thing is and like take it intentionally obviously do it safe whatever but um don't try and control it just like allow it to be what it is but it's funny that you say that about like opens up your mind because technically what happens when you take psilocybin which is mushrooms um more neurological pathways from your brain. So your brain, there's parts of your brain that communicate to each other like, oh, this is in front of me. This is over here. You know, different movements, opinions are different part of the brains. You fire neurological pathways that usually don't communicate to each other. So it's like you have more different understandings of things that are communicating in your brain based on like your perspective. And to me, that's why you feel so open and like your perspective feels so um welcomed because you're like oh you understand things from like a different realm a more understanding an open realm you know that's why i would love to experience that even though my one friend's like you shouldn't do it you're not good with the drugs but i was like now that you told me that, like set intentions, I feel like that would definitely help me. So I may have to try. Definitely do it with somebody who's done it before, like a safe space. What? Why would your friends say that you're not good with drugs? You just don't like them, or like why would they say that? Because when I did micro shrooms, we were like in the pool, but I had did it before. We had went on hiking. I was totally fine. I was enjoying it. But since I was just like standing still, not really doing anything, I guess I was getting into my mind too much, and I started to freak out a little bit. Trying to control it, yeah. It wasn't like I wasn't enjoying it like how I enjoyed it when I was on this beautiful hike. Like I absolutely enjoyed it when I was doing it. Then, but I guess she was just referring to that. I I I know that the way that feels because when whenever I even like smoke weed or drink alcohol or anything and like I'm not being intentional when I start to do it, I tend to like numb myself or like try and distract myself from dealing with something. So, well, now 
not to do that. I'll set intentions now, so I'm thankful for that advice. Seriously, it makes all the difference. Even like sometimes when I make a special meal or a smoothie, I'll do it. And it makes it just like it just like hones in my focus. And I just feel like when you make intentions, you activate every cell in your body to eavesdrop more on your mind. You know, like you like you're upgrading your spaceship of a body and flying around this little earth. Like I just feel like. And, and that's another thing too, talking about like manifestation and, and intentional living when like you realize that more than half of your body is water. And Dr. Masta, Dr. Mastiff Emoto did this study on water where he took a, a glass of water in two different rooms. One room, he was like, I love you. You're the best water in the world. Like, thank you for hydrating me. Positivity, positivity, positivity. And then in, in the negative one, he was like, fuck you. Like, I hate you, water. You taste disgusting. Da, da, da. And after a week of that, of that verbal communication with a glass of water, he froze the water. And in the positive room, it was perfect ice crystals, beautiful geometric shapes. And in the negative one, it was sporadic and not. So think about it. Like more than half of your body is water, even inside like atoms, like there's like plasma that acts as a, like a, almost like a water conduit, you know, like a gel or like a, a liquid. And when you connect to your body, connect, get grounded and you meditate and then you say like, okay, this, this cup of tea is going to like bring me this, or this joint is okay. This joint is going to bring me the answer to this track to heal a million people. You know, like that's the kind of shit that I like, I get deep with it because think about it. If your whole body can exude something to bring information to you or to bring you to feel a certain way, why not be a little fucking witch? That's very true. That's honestly, when you were saying that, it reminded me of the book I read called The Secret, where it was basically telling you, um, just basically setting, like putting things in the universe and eventually it happened to you. So like when I wrote a check, I wanted like a thousand dollars. I put a thousand dollars. I look at this check every day, and then eventually, out of nowhere, I got this a thousand dollar check from something way back ago that I never even knew about. So I'm like, it works. You just have to continue to do it. Believe the power of belief. Yeah, it's crazy the power of of and and you're talking about the the universal laws of universe which is the law of attraction like it's so true what you exude comes back to you definitely now i'm gonna start telling every time i go on like a dj on my family say this is going to take me around the world i'm gonna start doing that now thank you oh i love all the love that's going on in the chat right now you guys are awesome so much love to you let's see here is suffering a necessary part of the human condition? What would people do, or I'm sorry, what would people who never suffered be like? They wouldn't know, like, suffering is part of the journey. You have to know uh, suffering to be able to know success because you have to work. Like, things aren't given to you easily. If you did something easily, it wasn't really meant. Like, it's not, I don't know, it's just like, you have to suffer in order to get to who you want to be. So I feel like it's necessary that people do that. But if you don't, they really don't know the means of you know working or how to achieve a goal because it's just handed to them. They don't have to 
you know, work for it. So true. I mean, if you think about it, that's exactly what the yin and the yang diagram looks like. It's like there's light in the dark and there's dark in the light and everything. You can't see the ugly without the beautiful and you can't be the good without the bad. Exactly. So what is the best way for a person to obtain, attain happiness? Learn what you want. Live your truth, honestly. If you love painting, go paint. That makes you happy, go do it. Don't care what say, just do what you want to do. That's such a good answer. Yes, Jester, law of attraction. I'm just going to ask them one more time if they have questions. And um, give them a second to answer. Um, but yeah, before I see if anyone wants to ask you anything else, um, I always ask the same question to my guests because this is what did you forget's all about? You know, I'm trying to remind myself by remembering and connecting with other people. And if you could give a younger you advice or just a younger person right now, it's like something that you learned that just brings you the best quality of life. What would your advice be? Um, to not let people deter you from your dreams, no matter how big your dreams are. Don't let anyone stop you. If you want to do that, do it. And don't second guess yourself. And if you feel like giving up, don't. Because if you continue to try, eventually you will hit something. Someone can get 200 no's and get one yes and it changed their life. And when somebody's um, doubting themselves or, um, yeah, just doubting themselves, what would the physical advice be to them? Physical advice, uh, do something every day to, you know, that you feel Basically just work on what you like, what your goal is every day. I feel like just working on something, even if you do doubt yourself, just do it, you know, cause you're gonna have to make mistakes. You have to learn from those. So I feel like if you can just continue to do what you're doing, you don't feel as confident. Eventually, you're going to learn how to make it better. One of my best friends always says, baby steps. Just yeah, put exactly. one foot in front of the other. Just do one thing. Literally, you have to. Don't pile it all at once. Just step by step. Every day, do something different. Spencer said, I would tell my younger self to stress out, not to stress out so much. It's true. Uh, right like from the stupidest things for me i know exactly what you mean yeah. um diego said or asked how do you girls go about seeking opportunities how do you handle being told no or having to find another route to find yourself behind the decks in front of a crowd it's a good question that is, uh, the first part uh, seek opportunities i know for me I will literally go on people's Instagrams. That's one little thing about social media. See um, like who owns this venue or who throws these parties. And I'll DM them or email them my press kit, my mixes, and just introduce myself. And a lot of, honestly, I've gotten probably like three things back from people. And one of them had got me all the way to Florida to go DJ at this um, hotel at, at this resort in Florida. So I will say definitely my ways of finding opportunities to reaching out to people. 
Yeah. You definitely have to have thick skin to be in the music industry or the entertainment industry in general. You have to be okay with hearing no and hearing, I don't like this track. It's not finished. This sucks. And being like, well, I like it. It's good enough for me. So there. <laughs> um, Jester asked, do you want to have a family one day? Would DJing prolong that? If so, ooh, that's a good question, Jester. That is a good question because I do want to have a family, but I know right now I not going to happen that's because i'm more focused on djing so yes definitely djing will prolong that i probably won't start that family probably my mid-30s yeah i don't have an age on it but i definitely can see myself pregnant as fuck djing even even when i was like freaking in my teens i was like okay i'll probably have a family by 25 so i should put an age on it but probably after my 30s somewhere in there <laughs> about the process again yeah um breaks for rainbows asked did honey love play basketball in school what was some what was that was that ever something she wanted to pursue yeah, she did talk about that earlier but all the way up to college that was like my love my life literally every day was basketball basketball but then after I got into college, I just realized how much I didn't like it because it was such a business. <clears throat> so I didn't want to pursue overseas or anything like that. But first half of my life, basketball was literally everything I knew. Yeah. What college did you go to? Did you play basketball at? Cincinnati. Cool. Um, What's something you, uh, Justin asked, what's something you've done recently that made you feel happy or proud? Doesn't have to be music related. That's my last question, but I just wanted to say thank you for sharing this far. And you're so sweet. Um, something kind of Honestly, getting my degree, because it was definitely a hard role going to two different schools. I thought I didn't like the first one. So I will say actually finishing college and getting my um, bachelor's yeah <laughs> spencer said pregnant as fuck <laughs> yeah yeah you'll see me fucking sharing my belly for sure i almost went to school to play so i had to ask same awesome cool is there anything else you want to share before we close this live stream off I just want to say thank you for having me. I love having deep conversations. It honestly stimulates my mind and my heart. So I appreciate you for having me. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for being open and vulnerable and having this conversation and taking the time and being on my pod or being on the channel this week was so fun. I love your energy and I'm so excited for the next Aphrodite secret where we can go get it, girl. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.